Okay, this is episode 002. My page Mike is here again. Sorry for the end of the last show. I guess I could cut it and clip it and, you know, form it and beat on it to make it so it's correct, which I'll probably do later. But at this point, I just want to, again, add some more content. So today I'm going to read what I had written down for a, close to an original um, start intro kind of script. Um, and of course, it probably has mistakes and everything else, but um, I figured that uh, I want to do this. This will be episode 003. Again, by creating these episodes, the first, you know, 3 to 10 to 15, uh, these are all going to be ones that are going to, you know, beat me up or I'll laugh at, hopefully down the road um, that I'll look back on and say, oh my God, but, uh, you know, it's harder right now because I feel like it's like having a thousand stories in your mouth and you want to say everything and you, you can't. And it, it makes it, uh, especially for me, you know, Jesus Christ, ADHD and, um, holy shit, you know, I'm all over the place and God knows in one conversation, I can have 25 different topics. So that's what I'm trying to prevent. I'm trying not really, you know, and I, and I can get at times, I, I can control things and get it down there. And especially once I get on, on topic, on a subject or on that item that I want to talk about. Um, not that I'm not saying I won't branch off a bit because uh, I damn well do that. Um, but this was kind of an intro that I wrote a while back um, just as uh, I think it's kind of funky, but uh, it has a bunch of goodies in there or, or something that explains. Uh, who I am. So um, I wanted to read that. And again, this is episode 003. And uh, hopefully if everything works out right, I'm going to publish these three. Uh, they make it up to Apple iTunes. They make it to Spotify. They make it out to CastBox. Um, so then I can fix all the uh, errors and issues. And I have other things to do on the website to, to get it all done. Um, hopefully in the end of all this stuff too, um, then I, I know more about it. I can help others, you know, with actually getting this stuff done. There's a lot of work that goes into it. So, and I'm trying to get it simplified to the point I can have more fun doing the podcast show and sitting down and yakking, um, and just throwing out content instead of spending hours of just trying to edit it, and make it sound like a radio talk show host, um, which I'm not going to do. I'm not going to boil it into audacity and shape things. I might, I mean, later I will put a better intro and an outro and even start making sounds. And I have four laptops. I have a whole studio. I can, I have all this technical crap and I have two phones. Um, I have two laptops sitting here and two other ones. I got another one in the other room I could bring in here. Um, so, and I'll talk about that more later. So who am I? I'm a dad with two autistic kids, a realist, a mechanic, a computer guru, and a TV, radio, internet information sponge. That's, sponge. That's me. Um, I love adventures and doing things that make other people very happy. That's my goal in life when I, you know, can make somebody really tell me they couldn't do this or, you know, they always wanted to do that. And if I can get that for them, that makes me, you know, I found out, uh, the emotional, the human side of emotions is stronger than 
just about anything. I mean, making somebody super happy that you just had no chance of ever getting there is almost better than having a freaking orgasm, right? You know, because you just feel so good. You accomplished something and you did something for somebody else. Um, at least if you're that kind of person, and I think that separates me and other people like me, if that's you, from other people. There's other people who just, they are self-centered. They only think about themselves. And I think one of the biggest things you can learn in life to do is give and, uh, ha and, and see that when it's received that you feel you know great about that. So that's really important. I'm a person with the voice from the X generation. Lots of experience with creating and building things, life adventures and laughter. Um, so this will be a show with or without a script at times. There's not much I'm going to put, you know, like I might try to get better at doing bullet points so I could try to follow it. Uh, don't assume what you, uh, that you know what the show's about by the content of the topic, because God knows, um, it can be anything. It could be funny, strange, you know, I mean, the, the titles can be, um, funny, strange or catchy at times. So. Don't, you know, assume that you know exactly what it is because I want to throw you off or I will throw you off. You'll be cracking up. Um, I remember um, here's one when I told my mom, I said, hey, mom, I got to tell you about when I told uh, um, I told uh, Michael that uh, I, I mean, I um, I had told Michael that uh, faith is dead. And so that may be funny. She said, what? Oh, my God, that's so horrible. Um, and that's one of the autistic stories and it may or may not, you know, it, at first you might think, oh my God, what a mean thing to do. But in the end, that really made a huge difference to me, Michael, um, and everything about him. And, and, it, and, and it was serious too. So I, I like to have those funny topics, you know, so that's going to come up and believe me, I have plenty of those. Um, so the difference with me is I create the content. I am the content. I don't need to go out and have, um, people on my show and talk to other people. I mean, you know, interview people to get content. That's what other people do. Most of the people I ran it, a lot of them that I'm listening to and I start out, uh, there's a whole bunch out there, um, that want to basically, um, you know, have a show where they're teaching other people to do a podcast or um, they have people they interview and, and they don't really have the content themselves about them. It's about them having a show. And I've even been on guy, you know, listen to guys that uh, talked about exactly that, you know, that so-and-so really don't have much on his show that he's just interviewing other people. That's fine, but then I also found out that it kind of gets old when I find out the same 25 people or 50 people are on every other show with everybody else interviewing. Some those people are just jumping through shows, and you know I, I love to listen to different people, and there's so much many other things. There's a ton of content out in the podcasting, and most probably will never hear me. You know, so there's thousands, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of shows. Um, so point made is, uh, I create the content, um, maybe down the road, I'd love it if I could freaking uh, you know, sit down with John Lee Dumas and the people I've listened to or other people and interview them. I mean, I'd like to do that. That'd be awesome. Just yakking with somebody and laughing and, 
you know, and or serious and find out how they did what they do and the money they make and what are they doing now and all that stuff and how I listen to their stuff. And so that's, you know, that that's uh, what this show's about is creating the content and having a good time that if there's anything to say for this show, it's just that it's educational and fun. You know, a lot of it and craziness, so, you know, that'll go on here to make it different. Um, so that's what this show is about. This is from the heart. Real life events of a man and, and myself and his two autistic kids taken on life. I've always loved radio, podcasts, TV, playing music and all things audio. You know, I've always loved that. And TV, I got to admit, I'm a TV info sponge. You know, I will sit there and watch stupid crap that no one else, you know, everyone else is watching. And I'm always asking myself why. And every come home, I watch news and I'm sitting there watching extra, extra. You know, I'm like, why the fuck am I sitting here watching that damn extra? But God only knows. I, I don't know why. And then I end up watching The Voice and American Idol and God knows what else because I sit there and I program away and I'm working away because I always work and um, have it as background noise. So I'm sure many of you do that. You know, it's become so bad now that I'm always on sitting on the couch, laptop, 17 inch laptop sitting in my lap, controls all my other computers throughout the house, watching a big screen TV in front of me. Sitting with two phones next to me, one for work, one for home, because I don't want them, you know, I can't do stuff on my work phone, I can do on my personal phone. You know, I can't be sending pictures or saying shit and I am, because they monitor everything at my company. So, I don't want them mixed up in case I want to say something or do something that may not be, the, you know, part of the security standards at work, etc. Um... So you will learn about um, uh, divorcing autism and the approach I've taken to deal with it as a divorced dad. Um, and that's a, that's a real trip right there. Um, being a divorced dad um, of two autistic kids, um, women always seem to know what's right, right? You know, they don't really think dad really knows what the hell he's doing. Um, I bumped into that a few times, especially at the motocross tracks. You know, and a minute that damn Faith got hurt, if something happened and she was crying, I was getting on her because she threw sand in Michael's face. God damn it, if she didn't run right to the women. You know, and here's this big guy. I'm not small, right? I'm 6'1", 260 pounds, usually 300 when I'm not riding anymore. And I'm coming after this little girl at the time, going to rip her little face off because she just threw sand in Michael's face. And I'm trying to be you know, nice, nice about it. And the women have the fear of God on their face. Like I'm going to kill this poor kid, which I want to, but you know, I love my faith anyways. Um, so I hope to reach out to a lot of the new and confused parents like myself in 2000. Uh, when I found out, I think it was around 2002, uh, when I found out that Michael was autistic and there's a story there I'll tell talk about as well. Um, so I have taken, you know, I I've had the uh, today one in eighty eighty one in eighty eight are born today with autism. That's a pretty high number. Um, it's shocking. So when you first, um, if you're a dad or a mom, and you first hear about it, um, 
it was like me and that's what i want to talk about the autistic side you know the autism stories like i didn't know what the hell it was i didn't know what the fuck it was i was like okay is this like i don't know but i'm going to tell you a story later that really woke me up um so i hope to reach out to new and confused parents like myself when i found out michael was autistic and possibly faith later to learn they were both autistic in very different ways and i'm gonna go of course couple that my goal is to create a basic podcast facebook live show someday that interacts with people including myself my kids and an inter internet audience um since i know all the technologies i'd like to tie everybody together maybe have a show where we're talking in and and things are jamming and you know in an im session and then we got a skype going with somebody else in there or people you know and, and uh using some other little technologies that i've seen out there that are pretty damn cool um snippets snippets of audio and of course maybe the the fun box from mad money with the, you know, that makes all the noises and stuff. I don't know that it will make a noise through, um, on here. I'll try it. So let's say, you know, the applause. Now, I don't know if you hear that, but I just hit the applause, uh, a boo, you know, how about a bull market? There we go. You know, until the hogs come home. And then the house of pain. So I want to, you know, of course, have try to integrate sounds. I want to try to integrate uh, a lot of the technologies into the, into the show. Um, my child, you know, again, um, my childhood was different to say the least. Um, I was always the boy sent to the back of the class. And mothers of girlfriends that didn't know if they should kill me or like me, you know, they liked me, but I was a little, you know, I was pretty wild. I'd come up on my motorcycle, like a, you know, 125 RM, you know, with this bike coming out, wah, wah, you know, with the ying, 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 you know, hey, come on, get on, and then off we went, you know, took off. Um, and also early in school, I was held back in fourth grade. Um, cause I was younger, you know, I, I guess I entered school a year early, but I was behind. I was slow. I had a speech impediment with S's and that, you know, S's and Sam, <laughs> I still probably am not the best at that. Uh, later I was expelled out of two public high schools. And finally that was Marina La Villa continuation high school where the principal called me one day and said, Mike. You're equal to seven kids in class. I think it's best if you don't come to school anymore. I wish you well. And thanks, Pete Cross. I still remember his day and his name to this day. And the funny thing about that is later, that's if I ever bring that up, I don't think I had a, a show listed for that. But I ended up the first computer technician in Monterey Peninsula Unified School District on the Apple II. And that'll give you an idea how far back I am. There was no Mac yet. Uh, I remember the first Mac I seen was my friend who ripped it off of someone's house in Pacific Grove, uh, um, a dentist. And we were looking at it up in an attic in a house in Pacific Grove at his house. And we first kicked that thing on and I was like, holy shit, look at that. It was black and white. Um, and uh, just blown away. So that's when I'll, I'll probably go over that later about the first Mac K Pro 
And I'm going to tell you, I am the history of computers. I am the history of the freaking internet, um, TV shows, all that stuff. And for some crazy reason, there's a lot of it that I remember um, way back. And it's funny as hell, um, or, or maybe just part of my insanity. Um, so then, um, it, with that said, one time I was fixing a uh, um, one of the control panels in the the I, I ended up working in the auto visual uh, department and on the computers while we were servicing a board you know one of the switchboards in the computer and I called into this office and the guy answered it and it was Pete Krause the guy that actually told me don't don't come to school that was the last day you know, went to school. And, and during that time, to give you an idea, I was getting stoned. I was dealing acid. I was doing coke. I was drinking. Um, I, I, you know, was a nice kid and stuff. But then when I wasn't at that school, I was doing all kinds of shit to make money so I could get clothes. I could buy food. Um, it was pretty rough. Um, my parents got divorced. I ended up living in Marina. Um, and, uh, that's near Monterey Castroville. I grew up there. My brother, uh, brothers always ran around there. Um, so anyways, that was pretty funny. Ran into what was the principal of the school. And the first thing he says, Oh my God, Mike, I can't believe you're still alive. And I, I laughed and I said, yeah, look at, I'm the computer guy of the district, you know? computer technician for the school district and so he was you know well that is great and all the good stuff so that was funny as hell um and so i never got my diploma to say the least until i was freaking 45 um so um after that i tried many times to sign up for the army and i couldn't because i didn't have a ged um, when I was 18, I was trying to go into service and they wouldn't let me. I wasn't smart enough, um, which was crazy. I, and all the shit that I knew about it, you know, my dad being a drill sergeant, me going in simulated war zones and playing on the confidence course and knowing about camouflage and guns and ammo and, you know, eating seat rations and all that stuff. And they wouldn't let me in the damn thing. So I was ready I've been through enough life-threatening situations, and I grew up playing in the simulated war zones and confidence course, but no diploma um, or GED. After my dad got out of Vietnam, he threw all six of us in a bus, as I had mentioned, and we went from South Fork, Pennsylvania to Fort Ord, California in 1970 near Marina in Seaside and Monterey, California, not far from Salinas and Castroville. I grew up on post. It was far different than anything else that um, that you can imagine. But I'm going to go ahead and stop here because I want to continue the next part of this on the next segment as I get a little bit more comfortable and I want to discuss a little bit more about growing up. And I think I'm ready to stop this one. Um, yeah, so I want to continue the recording on, you know, adding more content to the next one. Um, and go from there and I'll see you then.